0: okay so well welcome everybody uh to triple R sports we are uh, a man down right now at the last minute we're gonna do our best uh usually randall is our moderator and our uh commander in chief on how to uh go about and you know talk about different topics i've got a loose outline of what we discussed pre-show so I will. I will uh, take it from there. Raj, how was L.A.? It
1: was good, man. Uh, for those that don't know, my family and I went out west for fall break. Are you getting any feedback, by the way? Because the game's on and it's going through the ninth.
0: I can um, hear you. If you're not cool. Okay. All right, sweet, yeah, no.
1: Um, ended up going to game three at. Uh,
0: well, now now I'm getting something. You did.
1: No, that's not me. That's Randall.
0: Oh, okay. Go ahead, though. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I went to game three at Dodger Stadium. It was the coldest game I've ever experienced in Los Angeles. There were 45 miles an hour wind gusts. Affected both teams. Went the next night to Dodgers 1 and uh, flew back into Atlanta Sunday. And, of course, we went to the game, which was a brave walk-off. Uh, trip was lovely. I got to spend quality time with my mom. But, um, you know, the Dodgers just took the lead on a – Hey, bellinger tied it up with a three-run home run in the bottom of the yeah. eighth, and then they took the lead on a single, but by Mookie. Uh, you know, I, I feel like the Braves still have a ton of mojo, and uh, that is why I'm still uh, a bit down.
0: Um, yeah, I went, to- I went to I went to I was in here watching the game, uh, and then I went to go make a drink and came back, and it was tied, and then now the Dodgers are taking the lead. Um, and we'll get to the to more about the series, uh, spe- specifically this series, uh, later on. And I'll have all my issues with baseball and their scheduling that I've had. It,
1: oh, my god,
0: I don't 2 p.m. <laughs> game in Los Angeles,
1: and then a five o'clock game. So East Coast people are staying up till midnight. The Dodger fans are like waiting for darkness, you know, it's like five or ugh, it's so stupid, man. I ugh.
0: Well, you, I know um, you are,
1: are big on, on eyeballs and eyeballs are everything. And I feel like Major League Baseball goes out of their way to shut people's
0: eyes, yeah. Well, and and why I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, so this game, we're on TBS. Does TBS show anything original anymore besides? I mean, I, I guess the NBA starting tonight, but that's on turn, that's on TNT, like. What what does TBS have that where they can't say, yeah, we'll move this to prime time or like I mean they essentially made it to where neither coast can watch this game in its entirety. And, and that's not to mention Central and Mountain time, who it's still during their workday. Also, like they've killed the East Coast with the travel time, and like and then West Coast is like, what what are you guys doing? Why? And then to like honestly, like I flipped on. And I was like, wait, the Astros and the Red Sox are playing at the same time? Like, wh- It's Tuesday night. Why are you not staggering this? Like, hey, guys, the NFL does this mer- just perfectly. Like, what do you think? Yeah, it, it, it's a fairly easy
1: format. They continue to muck it up. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree entirely. It's, uh, it's a shame uh, that TBS and – you Know TBS bid for the National League and National League Championship Series, the NLDS and the LCS. Um, what is it? Uh, Fox FS1 has Houston and Boston for the most part. I uh, put this on, you know, baseball's a dying sport in many respects. Put this on if you want to put it on Fox. I mean, who cares about the mask singer? You know, like put this stuff on eight, eight o'clock so the
0: world can see i've got a seven-year-old
1: that loves baseball now uh but i know that's few and far between in terms of occurrences.
0: uh there was uh a great quote uh it was because you know hockey season starting up i'm going to the predators game thursday and um the nhl is just you know ecstatic now that espn they they partnered with espn now and gary bettman had a great quote he was like uh He's like, if ESPN does half of what, if they, they work half as hard to promote us as they did to kill us when we didn't have the contract, we'll be in good shape. So Don't like, you love a
1: commissioner with a backbone?
0: Yeah, just, just throw us a bone, man. Um, well, we'll get started. So were you, since you were traveling with the family, um, I know you have, you've at least heard about it. Um, did you see the balls game on Saturday? I saw the end.
1: Um, yeah, I was also in Mexico for a little bit, but that's neither here nor there, if you guys remember my trip to Dallas. Uh, hey, by the we way, all, Baja we, Mar, we South need, of Ensenada.
0: We all need some illegal drugs here and there. Dude,
1: Baja Mar, South of uh, Ensenada was beautiful and super reasonable. Uh, highly recommend to anyone.
2: Um, I didn't, you know, I saw
1: Joe Milton, uh, I have no words for him either. That's what I, I mean, I saw bits and pieces, but I was so on the go last week. I think I was at a Dodger game when that happened. Maybe not. But yeah, I'd like to hear your take because aside from the fans, uh, they went full Raider. Um. It looked
0: like I mean Tennessee from what I read and it seemed like Tennessee deserved to win that football game. Um yeah, so so I was there. Um so oh, wow yeah, just just a little overview of my weekend and uh last night. So I just decided to rip the band-aid off on my uh no sports kind of uh prohibition. So I went to the Vols game Saturday, then went to the Titans game last night. Um So let me, yeah. Let me take you back to before you're good, Randall. All right. Yeah. Uh,
2: I just re just for the folks at home, I fell down a flight of stairs and I just put my leg back in joint. I have a trick knee. I didn't want to explain this to y'all while you're getting started. I just reset it. I'm beautiful now. As you notice, the sweat level is back to normal. So, yeah,
1: for the record, I called, Randall's never late, and so Rob thought maybe he fell asleep, which I know he's old, but
0: I knew that wouldn't happen, especially with the NLCS
1: on, so we got, we got worried, and so he's a tough dude, he's been through a lot, and uh, I'm beautiful so now.
0: Alright, uh, okay, so, well, I'm glad you're okay, okay, and back in action. Um, I'm back, yeah, baby, so, I'm back. So Ball's game, I
2: want to hear
1: both of your takes.
0: Yeah, so let me set the kind of the overview of people that may not be Vols fans. Um I was talking to students, we were parking cars and everything. And I was charging the park cars. I wasn't actually doing anything of any kind of labor, but I was just, you know, charging the park cars. And due to a convenient uh, property
1: just, that you own,
0: just talking to them and this was the first game that's been a football game day in knoxville in their college career and so it was more like them they were saying this is more like a basketball game than a football game which shows you exactly kind of where tennessee football has been and the depths it's been in and the it's i pulled up uh at about 11 11 10 30 11 a.m. tailgating is already going on it's the dog for a walk you know just just checked out the scene i was by myself like my brother hadn't came felt with his, his buddies yet um felt like the old days yeah so the first i mean it was buzzing knoxville was buzzing and um the stadium was electric the checkerboard was out for 59 minutes of that game it was perfect college football atmosphere um you know, checkered Did all that in. stuff happen in the last
1: minute? Like, yes, yeah. So, batteries. I mean, that's called Raider treatment. I've seen D batteries and golf balls, by the way, are the way to go for Raider fans. Yeah. And,
0: and, I, and, and I said I will not defend those people's actions. Like, they should all be, if they can be prosecuted, be prosecuted. Um, no, and nothing serious. Just teach them a lesson that, you know, pre trial diversion, but th- this is serious. And that, behavior should never be tolerated. Um, but it's, I mean, but it doesn't take away from the overall atmosphere. I think recruits, I think it was an overall successful weekend. Recruits, I think, loved it. Um, and I, I'll tell you what, I'm getting more and more sold on Josh Heifel. He just came out there and owned it. Talked, but talked about how great the atmosphere was. And just not this, like, such a slogan guy like hey I'm just talking to the media like a normal person. I the more things yeah, go about the no more brick by break and all the bullshit that right. you're the more things people, go about. I think Tennessee has got their coach. They can play with anyone.
1: That's what that game showed me. And that was not yeah. always the case. Uh, Matt Caraus from Long Beach, I got a thing against white guys white guys with sleeve tattoos. But uh he's supposed to go to USC but there were some issues. Looking at his numbers, uh, he had 30 carries
2: for almost 200 yards. He was
0: the fantastic. Number, what?
2: The numbers does not do Matt Corral justice. Really, uh, the numbers he's- do not. M- old Miss would be a six and six, five and seven football team without Matt Corral. Wow. They are. They he's are the front so runner, good, right? He uh, he's going to be a. a we keep talking about there's not an elite quarterback prospect in this class. I'd hate to see a one if he's not it. I mean, to me, he was. he's mobile, but he's got a heart of a pocket passer. So, Does he remind you of Zach Wilson a bit? No, no. Man's I'm going to say a name, and I don't mean this from a political standpoint. So, please don't. We won't go down that. Colin Kaepernick is a good comparison to his skill set. A young Colin Kaepernick, mobile, big arm, can stand in the pocket. So, And he got hosed.
1: He was a good player. I mean, he'd, he'd still be in the league if not for, you know, pre-evolution
2: of society in my opinion. He, he's that size and he has that kind of release. Uh, and, and we forget that Kaepernick before all – and again, I'm not getting into all that. I saw Ka- Kaepernick in the NFC Championship game. He was Me an elite too. quarterback, so it was yeah. awesome that day. The Braves just lost.
1: Uh yeah, two and two. I, I'm on Direct TV. I that, thought we were in the that water. May haunt, that That'll may not be honest. the Braves. I thought we were in the water. Um, you know, a lot of things haven't gone the Dodgers' way. I mean, while we're on the topic. This was their first postseason win when trailing by three-plus runs after – no, my seven-year-old's going to talk trash to my wife who's a Braves fan. Don't don't say anything mean.
0: We got a lot to – And I will say, uh, while I, I, I thought the fine of, of Tennessee should have been $100,000, I'm fine with two fifty. Um But the SEC does need to explain – why Ole Miss wasn't punished when they did the same thing on a basketball court to Tennessee, I think two or three years ago. And that's a much closer environment, a much more dangerous environment without pads, without helmets. And so it's never too late to do the right thing, but explain why you didn't do the right thing beforehand. I agree.
2: Our friend Joe Riggs, Former Tennessee player made a post that I, I got a lot of. I got a lot out of it. It basically we should be embarrassed, but to say that's the worst thing that happened in college sports is far from the truth. You know, we had a yeah. a murder a few years ago at an Alabama Auburn game. Uh, Running down, night.
1: burning down five yeah. hundred year old trees. It's not that yeah. big of a deal, man. It's Lane Kiffin, the a polarizing figure. He pitched you guys for USC, which
2: every, uh, every Don't get me started. I I agree with the fine Robbie, Ah, but, but also I agree with this. And and if nobody else says it, uh, they are on campus alcohol sales to that offsets that amount of money very easily that they started a few years ago.
0: Well, well, and let me just, just for the people playing all holier than mighty let's just remind you last weekend Texas A&M allowed students to run on the field with college athletes not knowing what their intentions were that's that's body to body communication that's okay that is a lot more dangerous than a water bottle or beer cans or whatever it is being thrown. I, th- I, trust me, I was a student. We were all students before they allowed uh, beer sales in college stadiums. Drinking in college stadiums is nothing new. This that that is not the cause of this problem at all. No, it's it's no, not going it to happen
1: no matter what. It always has happened,
0: but yeah, it
2: it's not the cause. The, you said it a minute ago, though, a bunch of kids without experience in this environment had it with alcohol. And I've seen things falling on the field there before. And it right. was alcohol. And I've had alcohol in that stadium many times. It's just not as big a deal to me as it was to some.
0: Well, and, and we can I can't believe deep. it doesn't happen
2: more. Yeah. I, me too. I'm shocked. Whoa. Again, in, in, as a Raider fan,
1: I can't tell you how many times in the black hole I've been and personally and seen on TV like batteries. Again, D batteries. Like D battery sales in Oakland were like up eight hundred percent. could by stock and Duracell Rob. Um golf balls, you know and I think Kiffin said he got nailed with one. I've seen it a million times and sure that's it's not okay. It doesn't make it acceptable, but you know it just it's funny that they make NCA makes an example of Tennessee when there are so many other programs that have done so many things similar and then when you get into the other side of things recruiting et cetera Oregon you know they get a slap on the wrist so they you know they were made an example of and that's unfortunate. We, we
0: have we have all heard stories of lSU and urine bottles and like, like, I mean, that's the standard. That's what if you go to LSU, like that's what that, it happens. I can personally
2: attest to being arrested in in Ben Hill Griffin Stadium after I was doused with urine in 1997, and I was charged with assault. Uh, you were charged. I was charged with assault because I hit multiple people's fists with my face. <laughs>
0: That, that's so, what you call get home cooked there.
2: So um, I was, I, I, I
1: mean,
2: it, it, it happened to me. B
1: move, man. Have some, you know what? Throwing piss is just a B move. Uh, uh, Nobody yeah, does I've, that. I know. I've heard that about Florida. And I, I, I remember you telling me, but I mean, what goes I, through somebody's I, mind I, I, to do
2: that? I acted just as childish as they did, though. So
0: I'll take my responsibility.
2: Robbie, since you started off hosting, keep us on track. I like this.
0: Um, Yeah, well, I like to talk and host, so it's difficult. You're much better at just sitting there and listening to people talk. Um, Yeah, so the second thing, so we talked about um, urine and water bottles being thrown, so that's a natural segue to what I believe is, at worst, the third best job in college sports, uh especially college football. Um is Ed orzeron getting let go or a separation agreement? They're gonna pay his entire buyout at 17 million. Um couple of questions. Uh one, how good's that job? How does it compare to USC? And who, now, who do you guys think Why goes now? there? LSU continues to F
1: us over, SC see you guys. Um, you know, if I'm a coach, even though it's Southern California and USC is far more tradition, et cetera, uh, LSU program just reloads. You, you know, so they're probably going to get our top pick. Uh, the irony of everything is overwhelming, whether it be Edward Ron or the 2003 uh, BCS, excuse me, BS, uh, flipping the polls. But yeah, you win a championship, and a year later you're out. You know, I, I can't help but think this is personality-driven, aura-driven, if you will. Um, I was pretty bummed out again mid-season, and I know they're going to take Luke Fickle or somebody else that we really want.
0: <laughs> so, Raj, and you're you're SC guy. Um, where and so like I said, I think it's at worst the third best job, LSU being that. Um, where do you compare as your rankings, USC versus LSU?
1: I mean, I, you know, personally, and Colin Coward's a knucklehead, but he said they're both top five. I mean, when it comes to everything, including student body, uh, alumni boosters, weather. Uh, tradition Uh, I I believe USC and Texas are uh, probably one and two overall right you know um, it but it's very hard to win in the Pac-12 these days and in the SEC and a team like LSU you know Tennessee showed that there's just better players out here I mean they lost like half of their team everybody that had numbers and with a good coach They've reloaded, and they're far better than they were last year. Uh, I'm so impressed. So I would say USC and Texas, but I think those are postcard destinations. If I'm a coach, I think I have a better chance of getting money and keeping my job at LSU.
0: Randall, what what do you think about – so basically, what do you think about the job – or uh, what do you think about Coach O leaving? Um, Where does it rank as – a job, and then does LSU coming open now affect who you think is going to SC and LSU? Those are two of the, the primary college jobs. Uh No matter who you ask, they're 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 two of the best. So I'm sitting here, and I just went through it.
2: Alabama is the best job in the country, hands down.
1: It is the, now. I
2: mean, the, the, nobody wants. Nobody says I want to go to Tuscaloosa. Oh. Uh, um, because of the next best ours. job uh, in the country is Ohio State. The next best job in the country is LSU, and probably the fourth best job in the country. And I know that face, Rog, and I'll get to why I don't have USC in my top five. I
1: don't give a
2: crap about them. I'm just saying I don't. I believe it seems it's like you're just going down the rankings over the last few years. I believe it's LSU. Well, and that's that's where I'm going. There's certain parts of the country. What hurts what to me, what helps these jobs in the sec and Ohio State is the focus on college football instead at, of academics. Hey, uh, uh, they, go, wait, they go to school. College football is not, they're not selling SC jerseys at the local Walmart, uh, you know. I don't have I just talk-
1: in Southern California.
2: I got it. But <laughs> if you're a head coach of Alabama, you're the single most important person in the state of Alabama. If you're a head coach of LSU, you're at least the top three person in the state of Louisiana. I just like those destination jobs. I think I think college sports means more. And hey, Rog, here's something for you. I think USC does it fighting uphill in despite of their conference and their location. I also believe the same about Notre Dame. I think they kind of do it despite being independent, not a destination job now. So I think there's some programs that are tradition. Now, as far as the coaching job, to me, there's one guy that should get an interview, and that's Joe Brady. If you don't want to give Ed Orzon credit for what happened two years ago, then you've got to give it to Joe Brady. So if it's not Joe Brady, at least an interview with Joe Brady, Uh, I think James Franklin's name is going to come up. I still think he he wants out of Penn State. And I have finally completely joined the Luke Fekel Um, Hey, I am an actual
1: alumni, and uh, the USCAD Mike Bone came from, and he hired Luke Fickle. Reports are he's not stoked on that. He wants to stay out in the Midwest, but uh, we are really
2: hoping for Luke Fickle to be our coach. So let me throw a question to you guys. What if Bob Stokes wants to get back in coaching? I'm I'm okay with that. You
1: know, he, he gets a lot of that pressure pressure but influence from the big box whatever uh so did urban Meyer with uh, matt leinart reggie bush in los angeles uh i'm pro stoops i know he's controversial and some people aren't fans of his but I, I would take him in a heartbeat in la
2: still only 61 years old
0: <laughs> oh that's it well uh let me answer my own question that's why i don't like hosting i like to talk Oh, so I I don't know if you guys read the report. I believe it was in The Atlantic about um, kind of what went wrong with Coach O. Um, You know, he, right after the championship, uh, reports, well, not not reports, he got divorced. And reports are he started focusing more on his single life than um, football life. And, did he have
1: a 12 year a 21 year old blonde on the back of a motorcycle and wreck it
0: well no so. no but reportedly and allegedly he ended up hitting on a high-ranking administrator's wife and um while granted if he if he's winning this doesn't matter because nothing matters if you're winning but when you go was it eight and eight or whatever they have been since the championship? Um, That's kind of where things went south. Um, As far as the job goes, guys, to say, I'm not sure this isn't the best job in college football. Think about this. Les Miles won a championship there. Not a head coach anymore. Ed Orgeron, Won a national championship there. Not a head coach anymore. The last three coaches there have won a championship. Well, Saban obviously won it for, I mean, because he's Nick Saban. But the two after him have won a championship just on talent alone. USC went through decades of a down period. Um, so has Notre Dame. Um, Ohio State's State, they, they had some bad years, nothing like down years. But LSU, they're the only program in that state. There's no rivalry. There's no Auburn. There's no UCLA. There's no, well, Stanford and Cal aren't really rivalries. But there's still schools in that state. Um, LSU sits alone. They can go to Texas. They can, they can cherry pick around them. Um, to have three co- the last three coaches win a national championship, not, has any can any school say that?
2: Probably not. Uh, uh Ohio State, Urban. Oh, yeah. uh, whatever it was the guy. Jim right? Tristle. Jim Tristle. And Tristle. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then Ryan Day uh, has it.
2: Ryan Day has it. So if Ron okay, two of the three. All right. I got I you. I mean I mean
0: that, th- that's three in a row. Like even Florida's won two, like Urban and Spurrier have won. You know, you got Johnny Majors, Phil Former. Uh, but I mean, the the, the last and, and Les Miles and Ed Orgeron aren't good coaches, and they won championships.
2: So how good is Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase in that gang, though? Because I consider that the best team of the last decade.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, but just look on the Sunday, you know, the the announcements. Hey, I went to school. LSU is just loaded with talent, and. And, and Saban's going down and grabbing a lot of those right now. If, so, and who I guess who who I think is going to be the next coach. Um, I really like Mel Tucker as a sleeper. I think you need a young coach and you need to believe in his track record and also give him a contract and know Saban's not going to be there forever. And we're, everyone that the SEC is hoping that like, hey, God it's going to be a a damn national holiday or a Southern holiday when Saban retires and be like, yes, we all have a chance. Finally.
1: You know, when I was, you know, I was kind of out of reality in Mexico and Southern California, I really wasn't paying attention to many things, including my fantasy football team, but for the first time in the, in this league, I suck. But um, when I heard about this, I thought, you know, Hey, Florida must've killed LSU. They won. Like, yeah, uh, uh, were they just waiting for this type of moment? So I do well, you know, think they, they, they wanna... show a bit of respect to him. Like, uh, I don't well, I mean, honestly, I
0: I think when SC fired Helton, that put it in motion yeah. that like, hey, LSU, we want the first pick. We think we have the first pick, and then Southern Cal will have the second pick. Sure. So. My question to
2: you guys is: Who's the one they're all jockeying for? Probably Pickles, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, my opinion,
1: yes. Urban, he would be fired by now.
0: So I, so Raj, I can't get away from that, Urban and LSU, in in my head, thinking, oh my gosh. What what could he build there? Um but uh Woodward, I think it's the Woodward, he hired Jimbo at AM. He hired he's done some big he's a swing for the fences guy from all the reports I've seen, he is gonna make Dabo say no. He's gonna make Jimbo say no. Um and I mean I and then I guess, I mean, Rondé, Lincoln-Riley, um, I don't – What about
1: Dave Aranda, the old, uh, the old LSU defensive coordinator who's winning in or You know, it's not yeah. basketball. Um, talk about a coach. I know that Brady went to the Panthers, and, you know, their passing game is not what I thought it would be. But yeah. uh, what about Aranda, man? He's, that guy's legit. And, you know, he's an LSU guy. I, I figure that would make sense
0: that I could the only the only thing that I would caution is of the SEC schools. Um, LSU is the most cash strapped or one of the most cash strapped. Um, really? They I mean, it's I a it's a poor state and their state universities like it's just it. It's one of the poorest states in the country and they have to subsidize the state funding even the SEC money. So they don't have the hey let's let's buy out. And that's one of the reasons why Les Miles stuck on a little longer than he could because they couldn't theoretically afford the buyout. They don't ha- they don't have a lot of the rich boosters uh, that will write a check. Like I mean, a And M, you know, pocket change. But money. they're paying seventeen
1: million to get rid of Bill
0: Yeah, like that. that's how bad it
2: got. Yeah. All right, guys. I, I hate to move us along, but. Any right. last predictions? Give give me one prediction, Robbie. Who ends up with it?
0: I'm going with my gut and saying Mel Tucker gets it. Rod, who ends up with it? I'm saying either uh,
1: Dave Aranda or Luke Fickle at LSU, and I think the old Boise State Washington coach Chris Peterson, who showed a significant interest, will end up at USC.
0: I will go. I think Chris the ball goes to USC. Goes to USC.
2: James so that?
0: Franklin's of all. Franklin. Uh,
1: Franklin's getting out eventually. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's my one thing. I keep going with.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. so much smoke. His his name's mentioned for every job. Like he's got to be. He's got to be put out words. I'm not real happy here. He I is mean, campaigning like Houston Nut did. If I was in State College, Pennsylvania, I wouldn't be happy either.
1: I was about to say the same exact thing. Yeah, that, that's not an awesome place to be in terms of a living environment and raising a family.
2: Robbie, I'm going to jump back in on this topic, though, as we move ahead, because I want your opinion. This is a largely a Robbie topic. The Titans and the Bills last night. I thought it was probably the titans best played game since they beat the chiefs in the playoffs uh, i thought the team looked well i think they played cohesive but was it a bump in the road or the titans fixed
0: i wouldn't say we are fixed that uh, we being the titans i would say the titans are fixed um I would say they showed up really well. They were really well-coached. The defense, been but did not break. Um, but, I mean, the main thing about the Titans is it's almost comparable to the Lakers in a sense. like, hey, we have this thing you guys do not have. We have Derrick Henry. Who will it, he will wear you down? And not only is he powerful, but man, if he gets open, he's gone. Like, he had a seventy-six watching- yard run. Yeah, that was a
1: guy that big outrun that many people.
0: I've been watching him for you know f- five years now, like every weekend on the Titans, and it still blows my mind every single time he gets he gets a window and he's gone. And I'm like, how can these small guys not catch him like it's not that they catch up to him and then he pushes them off of him like they just don't catch him and so as long as he's healthy the titans have a chance um the defense has to get a little bit better the offensive line's gonna get a lot better actually when taylor Lewan went down i and i hope he's okay he got i didn't hear anything he got pulled off on a stretcher. i don't know if y'all heard anything hopefully he's okay um but i think the line got a little better just cohesively with him gone, um, but the Titans, the Titans are kind of what the Titans have been. We can beat the one of the best teams in the AFC, and we can also lose the Jets. So,
1: and hey, that's the NFL in the summer space.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. So, Raj, why don't we? Why don't we respect Derek Henry the way we do elite other backs? We always hear that the, the backs, like Earl Campbell, talked about with with reverence. He was so tough, so uh, so 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 complete of a back. Uh, uh, this back had this great run. It seems like we, as the general public, always want to undersell Derrick Henry and go, hey, "He's just a big guy that runs the football." Is he not the best back of this generation? Yes. He reminds me of Bo
1: Jackson. Uh, Jackson was a bit more overall athletic and talented in, in terms of size and speed. But the fact that I bring up Bo Jackson from 30 years ago, he's a freak of nature. Uh, to me, Julio Jones in his peak uh, was also a freak of nature. All Alabama guys, by the way. Um, I've never seen anybody that big, that durable knock on wood, that fast, uh, with that kind of vision. He can catch the football. Um you know, I think we he doesn't get enough credit because there are times when, inexplicably, the Titans go away from him. And I have no idea why. And sometimes you'll see a loss and you don't hear much. And, and, and you know, it, the Tennessee Titans are the New England Patriots. You know, they're in a uh, sort of a not an awesome division when it comes to eyeballs. But I, I think, uh, let's just say, Titan coaching doesn't do him any favors. But yeah, he's the best back. Uh, I, I mean, I'm speechless when I watch that guy. He's well, unbelievable.
2: He's Robbie, he's still not even held in the same esteem I, in my head. And what I hear is Eddie George. Uh, is, oh. is it? Is it because he struggled maybe his first two years in the league before becoming who he is? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know there was actually a lot of talk about on the radio coming back from Nashville today, and um, as great as Eddie was, Eddie had Steve McNair who won at least one co MVP, maybe two MVPs. I can't remember. Went to the Super Bowl. He, yeah, Steve McNair um, was a great quarterback. Um, Henry's already. And the thing uh, I was hearing some criticism about the buffalo call. Yeah, I probably would have kicked it was my natural was my thought in the stands. But then when I hear the breakdown when they're saying like the coach is saying, well, you can have a perfect defense design and it can still like Henry can get loose and then it's it, it it's over. You know, like hey I've got this gap plugged in we've got everyone matched up it's a stiff arm, then he's gone. So, yeah, it is a, it's a 70-yard risk every single time. Now he doesn't break them Don't all you time, guys. It's definitely there. Sorry.
1: I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's
0: what
2: so, I do. So, Tyler Taylor is fine. He was released. He was tweeted. Uh, I, I saw earlier today he tweeted, hey, I'm all right. Thanks, Nashville. Scary moment in the game. I, I'm. Look, I think Taylor Lewan's football career may be passing him by, but I'm a big fan of Taylor LeJuan, the man. So, you know, I'll pull him on Twitter. He's a great read. He's a good guy. So I'm just glad he's good. Uh, On
1: the Eddie George thing real quick, if I may, Uh, you know, the Titans were brand new to Tennessee. They needed an identity. Um, You know, you've got this handsome dude that is huge and, you you know... uh, I don't want to, very good PR-wise, you know, I think all that helped in terms of him building an identity. Uh, Nobody didn't like, that's double negatives, Eddie George. Um, So, yeah, you know, and Derrick Henry is more like, you know, he's more chill. He's not in the media as much. He just, you know, he's quiet, and those are the guys you have to worry about, and uh, just runs over everybody. So I think that has a lot to do with the legacy I guess I guess the public perception of each player and the public portrayal by each player.
0: That, that That's a great point that Eddie was Nashville's first love even before Steve McNair. Um, but I would even take a step I, You don't compare Derrick Henry to Eddie George. Guys, look at his numbers. You're starting to compare him to the all time greats. Like, he's that good over this last 3 or 4 years. It, and and that's some Terrell Davis or Terrell Davis uh Jim Br- Jim Brown if you're if you if you can beat Jim Brown um in a 40 game rushing yard total you're one of the greats. I agree. All right.
2: Um last 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 little bit, and we'll head to a very painful subject for me right now, besides my dislocated knee, which is better now. Um, how far does Titans go in the playoffs, Robbie?
0: They'll have a home playoff game, and um I think they match up well against the Ravens. And Buffalo. I don't, I don't I don't think the Chiefs are gonna be a threat. I think the Titans can get to the AFC Championship game.
1: And your Chargers, buddy. Don't forget about your Chargers.
0: I know. I agree with you though. Raj,
1: what I, about you? The Titans have shown that they can beat anybody on any day. Inexplicably again. They can lose to anybody on any day. Losing the Jets still wow. Uh just give the dude the ball. I mean, they have some holes defensively. But, yeah, I mean, that's a team that could easily be in the Super Bowl because they have the best player in the league. Uh, Tom Brady aside, you know, doesn't really count when it comes to uh, evaluation. He's the best player in the league. You got that guy, anything's possible.
0: Well, this is in, – in six games, this is three times he's had three touchdowns. And over 140 yards. That's, I mean, that's just freakish behavior. And like, uh, and sorry, i just real quick. Like, I turned around to the people behind me. It was like first and goal or something. I was like, they know what's coming. We know what's coming. And there, there's literally nothing they can do about it. And handoff, Henry, eight yard touchdown.
2: Absolutely. Uh. You know, and I'm a little bit of – I'm late to the Derrick Henry um, party, but he's won me over the last couple of years. So I think the Titans – I just don't see him getting past the divisional round, but we all know I have Titans hate anyway, so I'll, I'll just leave it at that. All right, Rods. Raj. Get a, get a good drink of wine, cause we're about to break yeah. Randall's heart.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a refill. But I'm listening. I'll be right back. Right. No, go ahead. Though. Go go ahead and ask questions.
2: What a comeback by the Dodgers with their postseason in great jeopardy. Uh, it seems Luke Jackson, the the at bat by Turner, set the. The scene to me, because Turner just would not give in. O2. tell us, tell us what happens from there. It's kind of like Jock earlier in the
1: game, who's superhuman now suddenly, hit a ten or eleven pitch walk. Uh, you
0: know,
1: I'll be honest, it's I'm shocked that that happened. Mojo means a lot in baseball. Who's hot? Who's not? Um, you know, Dodgers have had a lot of things not go their way. Whether they lose. Their best hitter on the last day of the year, uh, you know, Trevor Bauer. Uh, you know Gavin Lux playing center. We all saw that. All of these are you know connected. They couldn't hit at all with runners in scoring position. At least a single. The only time they have is that eighth inning, uh, where the Braves are the complete opposite. You know they. Um, my my point being is I, I hate to say this, but I still think the Braves win the series. I really do. Uh, you know, Scherzer left the game that we were at on Sunday because he said his arm felt dead. Urias came in in the eighth, which still makes me mad. Um, we have three starters. That's it. And Bueller got, you know, he got squeezed a bit. But the Braves made; they were not chasing anything. Um, we don't have a pitcher, uh, so that's going to be a problem. Um, I still think the Braves have a bit of mojo and they can come back tomorrow in a race today. No problem.
2: It is a little discouraging as from the brave side of the field. Uh, you really had an opportunity to take command of this series to bury them. Uh, and, and, and and I'm not sure that when the game's tied at five, five, I question the decisions with the pitching staff. I think you've got to, Somehow stop the bleeding at five-five, and get it into extra innings at that point. But uh, but Snicker kept kind of just following his set pattern. Um, you know, I thought I was, it was interesting when that big inning
1: that he let Morton come back. Now I, and Morton pitched another three innings and he was flawless. But I mean, you could have buried the Dodgers there with a right hitter in that spot, the bullpen is limited, and the guys they used were great up until Luke Jackson, who, you know, made a couple bad pitches. But, you know, I thought they were done. And and I said to my buddy, I'm like, dude, this could get ugly because I saw a lot of heads hanging. You know, it's kind of a post – again, I believe in magic. Uh, The Braves have a lot of magic right now. I thought it was going to get away, and um, I'm still in shock – as to what happened, but like I said, it's extremely tempered because I think right now the Braves are just playing better. The Dodgers are playing like shit, excuse my language. Um, And the team that's playing better,
2: especially with runners in scoring position, generally wins series. I feel like the Braves should have won game two. I mean, the Dodgers should have won game two, and the Braves should have won game three. So maybe what the Dodgers gave away in game two the Braves just gave back to them in game three. I think they should have won game one as well. You
1: know, when it comes down to runners and scoring position and chances, um, of course, I'm biased, but I don't want to discredit the Braves at all. They have played better in the series and they deserve everything that's coming to them. Um, now, there were a few jerks walking out of that stadium, just little punk kids. I'm holding the hand of my seven year old and I'm trying to be a representative. Of a, he's crying, by the way. Uh, had a had multiple people talk a little trash. Uh, I'm 45, and I don't want to go to jail again. And, uh, yeah, those days are over. But that did piss me off. Uh, that is
2: inappropriate that happens, as the that brave, as, as that's,
1: that's not just the brain.
2: That is as inappropriate as what happened in Knoxville. I mean, you do not talk trash to a seven-year-old, so... Uh, as a Braves fan, tell your son, I am truly sorry that happened to him. I almost killed somebody. Uh, that that I would have probably helped you. Robbie, outside of Rod's killing somebody, <laughs> as a just a neutral standby, not the hugest baseball fan, man, that felt like a huge momentum change when the Dodgers came back to the whole series.
0: It did. Um, I think this is a unique situation. Series where every team's kind of been lucky to win the games they've won. What do you agree? At the end of the day, you got to get to four, right? So the Braves have yeah. two, the Dodgers have one. Um, the Braves need one in LA and then come back home. Um, hey, I mean, if if if. They thought they were losing it, and the the momentum wasn't there. Yeah, I I don't I don't like throwing more pitchers than you have to wear out more people because you got another game coming up. Um, you know, maybe you just lose one and try to win the next one. Uh, but these teams did this last year. The Braves got out early. The Dodgers battled back. Um, I think it's going to be probably a seven game series. I mean. I would agree. The Braves lineup, I, I,
1: though, is, you know, people say he's out, Acuna's out. Acuna, it's odd to put it this way, but he got hurt two weeks before the trade deadline. Alex Anthopoulos is a a, a Dodger protege, and Andrew Friedman had two weeks, and he did amazing, an amazing job. And this lineup is better than with Acuna in, in the sense it's deeper. There are no easy outs. Last year, there were definitely easy outs. Oh. And, and uh, anybody
0: can guys, it, it, it definitely hurts us that uh, Kershaw can't play. Um, so, yeah. that, you know, that that's a that's lot a of huge... things not going their
1: way. And the Braves yeah. are the flip side. So, it, again, if they don't capitalize, baseball is game by game, inning by inning. You know, tomorrow if the Braves win, then
2: nobody remembers that no one's your home run at all. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, the last couple of things I want to hit on and maybe one, I agree with you about the trade deadline and uh, even trading for Eddie Rosario when he was injured. I mean, he didn't play for a month. Brilliant. That was a brilliant book. Brilliant. But I'm going to go ahead and I'll say it. I don't know who wins the series, but I think it's going seven. I think for baseball, the Braves winning the series and these two teams became coming serious rivals and meeting again next year in the playoff would be one of the best things that could happen to baseball. My house can't take it, dude. It's been rough.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I imagine.
0: Robbie? I, I've said this since we started talking about baseball. Until they get the schedule fixed and the TV mo- – like, you can't play a game at two o'clock on the West Coast and five on the East Coast. Like you just can't on a Tuesday when there's nothing else on there's no competition. There's nothing on T V S that are watching friends reruns. Like it's just so stupid. Like if you want to grow the game, rivalries are one thing, but put the dang thing on TV and put it where people can watch it.
1: Doesn't uh Turner own TNT as well and basketball yes. started tonight. And I guarantee you that Nets, Bucs, I mean, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, probably had more viewers than either baseball game. And
0: yeah, I agree with
1: yeah. you
0: 100%. But open 100%. A, 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 a game one out of 82 that doesn't matter one bit probably outdrew a baseball playoff game today.
1: A great baseball playoff game yeah. against two good teams, as Randall said, that uh, – have dug themselves into a rivalry.
0: And the second largest city in America, and at least the top five or six largest cities. I mean, those are two huge markets.
2: And, and, and just a few years ago, I would have said two of the three most popular baseball teams in America with the Yankees. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Every, so, everyone I mean, that's everyone in the the – Not in LA or New York grew up a Braves fan or a Cubs fan. Yep. At least, at least,
1: WGN.
0: No, I agree. Yeah. The Braves carry
1: like five different southern states, right? Like, there's five states that don't have a team. And yeah. Maybe they all can't get to the stadium, but Louisiana, Mississippi,
0: Alabama, Tennessee. Uh,
2: Arkansas, Arkansas, I mean, great Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina, Kentucky. South. At one point, uh, St. Louis was the nearest MLB team. Yeah, uh, wow. I mean that's the way I grew up. Was St. Louis was the next team. Wow. Uh, there were no Florida teams when I grew up. So, as a kid, there were no Florida teams. It was St. Louis, and there was a large Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Team. Yeah, and, 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 like, yeah. I grew military. up a Reds
0: fan. Yep. Yeah. They
2: both show up on TV here, which is weird. I I, I hate to leave that subject behind. Uh, Outside of dislocating my knee and the Braves blowing the lead, I think I hate the Braves worse right now. But I almost niched this and said, no, no, we're not going to do this yet. Because this show is kind of built on college basketball. I mean, we're now a full-blown show. But we started as three college basketball fans and Rod sent out a little thing. Hey, how about the college basketball? And I was like, it's way too early for college basketball. Never- and then I realized we have games in two weeks. That's crazy. <laughs> I is crazy. The so, a starting. Just a little quick subject to breeze through and I'll go first. I thought about this a lot today, and I want to start with who I think is underrated. And I'm going to be the biggest homer you've ever seen with this comment. I know, I agree with you. I think the SEC is vastly underrated. Tennessee, especially. One team in the top 10, and that's number 10. I think the SEC last year going into the tourney was playing as well as almost any conference out there. Now, Did they have the best postseason? Not really. But I thought the SEC was really super hot. I thought, I really thought at one point Arkansas um, might win it. Uh, Or Alabama. and, And they just kind of fell apart. Especially Arkansas late, Bama in the tournament. Tennessee never got going. Kentucky never got going. But I really was shocked that they were only one SEC team in the top ten. So, I'll start there. My underrated, Tennessee, Auburn, Arkansas, Kentucky. I mean, just I think they're all underrated. So, uh, Robbie, I'll go to you next. You look like you've got this topic near and dear to the heart.
0: Well, yes. Well, as we all know, uh, this is my favorite sport that's coming up. I can't wait for it. I was just trying to uh, actually look at extra tickets um, for uh, the Vols, and I realized that the seats I'm in they have doubled the donation since I bought them, so that's a no go. But nonetheless, so the ones I'm intrigued by, um, so. On its face, it's gonna all look like I have some kind of bias against them, but I do not think that I do. Um overrated UCLA at two. They're while they're returning a lot of talent and they've got a lot of players. You have to remember they went from the first four to the final four. They were not a great team until they got hot. Does that magic pretty- continue? I don't know if it does. Um, Cronin's there this first year. They're still recruiting. I think they take a step back. I, if I'm going over under two, I will take way under. Um, the other hey, ones... Hey, you see a in my
2: my underrated or overrated too. Robbie, just yeah.
0: for the record. And then um, Duke and Kentucky at nine and ten. Hey, guys, name brands one thing, but... Y'all gotta show me. They both collapsed last year. There's a transition at Duke with um, Coach K leaving, and what's the guy's name? is taking over. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah. So there's a there's a there's a recruiting like I don't know if Duke and Kentucky like I want to see it first. They shouldn't be ranked in the top ten, but they went. Duke went 13-11, Kentucky went 9-14 and 14 or something like that. No, you you don't get in the top 10 without showing me something. It's going to um, take time for those guys to gel. Yeah. Sometimes
1: it does. The, With Kentucky, sometimes it, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, then the other, my fourth overrated one is Memphis. Yeah, Penny can recruit, and he's been known to recruit. He still hasn't made the NCAA tournament. Like, there's a difference between recruiting and coaching. Um. College basketball has been flooded with good recruiters that can't coach, and I think Penny falls in that category. Um, underrated for me, um, I think Oregon is going to be really good. Uh, I think at thirteen, they're a little bit underrated. I also, as much as it hates me to say this, Alabama, um, Nate Oates is a fantastic coach. He just does the X's and O's. He brings a little bit of the Steve Kerr Golden State Warriors, three point is worth more than two points to the line. Um I promise you Tennessee is better than the number 18th team in the country. I promise you that. Yes. Um, and, and, and then the other one, uh, and this is not, this is no Amish um, to Raj. But USC only getting 30 votes for the top twenty five. I think USC is gonna have a, a good team that's gonna challenge um is the Pac twelve still divided in divisions or are they just all straight through? Straight through. Yeah. But, straight through. Yeah. I think USC is going to be up there, Andy Enfield or is Enfield Enfield? Yeah. 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 So I, he's 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 done he's a great coach in like He's got them with some talent now. They've got the recruiting is rolling. I like USC. I,
1: you know, I agree entirely. I, for me, college basketball, especially in the preseason, like, you know, like you alluded towards, I wasn't listening, but I feel like we're on the same track. Kentucky, dude, like, you know, they have all these five stars. These dudes haven't played a minute together um i'll always take a team you know even though oklahoma state lost kate cunningham they returned like their six or seven top scorers dudes that have played together watch out for that team usc lost evan mobley you know they picked up they picked up uh boogie ellis from memphis uh, a kid that scored like 35 points in their nit game like you said that he couldn't make the tournament uh everybody else comes back like one through eight team oregon state you know they lost uh stevie thompson everybody else comes back and they're getting no love these are teams teams that play together in college basketball always do super well so i mean if i were to pick my underrated teams it would be the teams that have tons of returning starters that are getting no love my overrated teams are the big name teams with five stars that you know like we said duke kentucky last year loaded rosters right but it didn't come together
2: This time of year, I agree with you, and I I especially agree with Robbie on uh, UCLA and Memphis being overrated. But what is sadly missing, I think, every year is the mid-majors. You get to the end and you'll see, uh, I forget, I think uh, UConn is in there, St. Bonnie's is in there, and then, uh, of course, Gonzaga is number one. But there's teams that kind of got that reputation now. And I look for, you know, every year I kind of try to pick out where LaLola of Chicago is, where Drake is, you know. And you don't even see these teams peaking the poll until they win 20 or 20, you know. 27 games, yeah. Yeah, Wentworth was 20-1 and and ranked 25th. Is there not some mid-majors that should be making this poll that we maybe not household names, but the experts would know? Robbie?
0: Absolutely. So so one of the tricks that the preseason AP polls and these polls play on play on you is they and Raj said earlier, I'm a huge eyeballs person. So yes, number nine Duke versus 10 Carol or Kentucky that will generate revenue. There may, have been, there may not be no truth in that eight to nine ranking, but that generates eyeballs. So you have a number nine dude versus a number 10 Loyola Chicago. That's not gonna generate revenue. What I think the solution should be is a, so we do all these um, and I, I've been to the Bahamas many times. I've been to Brooklyn. I, I go to all these Tennessee tournaments where they play over Thanksgiving weekend. Um, throw a tournament out in front, start it with a bang, do what NASCAR does, the a 500 right out the gate. Start a tournament, and then that seeds you for the season. And then you play your way through to the ultimate 64 team tournament till the end. But I mean, it's all entertainment. And we have to be creative on how we get eyeballs on the sport. And I mean, like, you can't do things that you did in the '80s and expect it to work now. Like, yeah, hey, I'm. I'll go. I will. We're purists, the three of us. We love college basketball. I will go up, and I'll go on a Friday night, and I'll go up, and I'll watch Tennessee play. Uh, Ut Martin in an exhibition games. I just like basketball, but they're not marketing to me. They've already got me as a as a as a customer. They're marketing to new people, and that's the kind of thing we need to think of when we think about how to how to grow things. Good point. Excellent. Uh, you know, I'm not only a
2: basketball fan. Uh, I find myself in you know we we said on the show many times, we live in the Metro Chattanooga area. Uh, I get, if I can't make it to Knoxville, I enjoy going down and watching UNC Greensboro play UTC. Um, And you can see a quality of basketball that may not be NCAA tournament up front, but every year those teams win a game. Somebody, you know. A couple of years ago I saw Davison here locally come in and play, make a huge run. The mocks it's been 20 years, actually made a run to a sweet sixteen. I think college basketball, I, I'm a big, a big proponent of these conferences like the West Coast Conference and the A Sun and the Patriot League, they always have good teams. But you're right, Robbie, they don't sell. Raj, is it, is it, is it they don't sell or they don't draw TV ratings also?
1: You know, I guess you have to win 15 years in a row
2: like Gonzaga to get,
1: you know, a bit of headlines and a bit of a uh, front page news. I'm with you guys. I'm a basketball purist. You know, it, it comes down to markets, in my opinion, and schools with tradition and whatnot. You know, didn't Jimmy Kimmel love the box? Uh, like 10 years ago or whatnot, you know, uh, but it's Chattanooga, Tennessee, you know, it's a beautiful city, but uh, although this year, I think that team is going to be deadly, uh, especially if knucklehead Silvio D'Souza from uh, Kansas can get it together. One of the top five stars back in the day, Um, you know, Malachi Smith, David John Baptiste is in his 30th year. Uh, They got a ton of talent, man and i think they're going to win the so-called but yeah you know basketball is about stories it's about cinderella's it's about those types of things um, and really that's the only way that some of those tiny schools tiny i don't I mean it disrespectfully but that's how they get eyeballs you know there has to be some sort of narrative in my opinion and, and um otherwise it's you know usc is a very good basketball team but they're not a quote basketball school and, uh, you know, they don't get a lot of national TV and, and pub and things. I, I think they're getting kids because of their coaching. But, um, yeah, I mean, college basketball is full of traditionalists, and whether that's good or bad.
2: Uh, but then you combine markets, and I think those are the determining factors. All right, guys, last question, college basketball. When does your attention turn from football to basketball? I find Thanksgiving to be my we'll really work. get really get into the college basketball. Robbie, are you after Christmas guy, or are you there with me catching those early games?
0: Oh, summer practice, man. Uh, uh, especially nice. with especially with this UT regimen, like uh, Rick Barnes. Like no, I mean, uh, yeah, no. I, I I've got my tickets in. Like I've, I'm I'm ready to. Go. I'm going to the exhibition game. Um, you know, I, I was always a bas- college basketball fan, but um, yeah, I mean, this last decade and a half, uh, Tennessee football has always been bad. So, you know, college basketball is my favorite sport, and so now I, I, I'm I'm in it right from the get go. Like I said, I go to, I go to the Thanksgiving tournaments when we're involved in them. I love them. Going to You're the Bahamas this year, nice. uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm in. UT versus Villanova, November 20th. That's going to be a ball game. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Those Thanksgiving tournaments suck me in
0: every year. Oh,
1: they're great, oh,
2: it, They've done a good job.
0: It, it it It's awesome. And then the only thing they could just – same with baseball. Avoid the football games. I don't know why it's so hard. I could manage all these TV scheduling for everyone.
1: Hey, big ups to Chaminade. While we're talking about
2: our tournaments. <laughs> Uh, that's my favorite. My second favorite team. All right, guys, we're running low on time. There's a couple of short subjects we're gonna deal with. First, all over ESPN when I was at lunch, and all I heard today, Ben Simmons suspended for game one. Ben Simmons was run out of practice. I listened to Doc's uh press conference. I've known Ben Simmons don't want to be doesn't want to be in Philly since last year i think doc rivers knows ben simmons doesn't want to be in philly but ben simmons is about to trash his career if i'm reading it right robbie what's your take on ben simmons and how ugly could
0: this get there are hundreds of millions of people that don't want to be employed where they're employed but you know what they still do? They still show up to work and they work hard, and they earn their paycheck. I
1: they don't make thirty million a year.
0: Yeah, and I so I can't believe this level of brashness that he is showing. He's a liability at the end of games because he can't shoot a freaking free throw and trust me that's not the f word i want to use i can shoot free throws um operative word being free yeah like it's the same shot every single time you're a professional athlete and so it's the equivalent of a gimme on a golf course like i don't know how if you're another nba well one your trade value is shot if you're philly and also who wants him and and this is and i don't know if vaccination status is an issue or not but who wants this guy who won't practice he's not allen iverson like sorry no i i, I think he, i agree with your assessment he is being quickly so unemployable in his workforce that it's scary and tragic for that guy and that talent. Uh, that's amazing some, talent. Speaking about Tennessee
2: and
1: Ole Miss, that's the wrong city to piss off fans, man. You're going to get a lot of D batteries. Uh, he is a first-team All-NBA defender multiple times, uh, kind of a freak and a six-nine guy that can handle the basketball, uh, play pretty much five positions a la Magic, but he's nowhere near Magic Johnson. As you said, Rob, the guy can't make a shot. To save his life when it counts um the fact that he destroyed trade value for philly by whining it, it, and then he reports and then gets in a fight like come on dude you're, you're a professional athlete that makes millions of dollars like i don't want to be like that guy that oh, they make millions forget them but i i don't understand it at all like it, it seems like it came out of nowhere and you know, a guy like MB takes, you know, the high road and, and says the right things and is representative of the franchise. And then, you know, this idiot, like, basically, you know, sabotaging the
2: franchise. I don't get it. Uh, I agree with you. I think I, there's nothing else to add. You, you two both summed it up. Uh, and also, we had another five minute subject I want to I touch on. I really debated whether I can speak on this one, but let me go first and then you too. This one, this one bothers me. Uh, and, and I, how do you pronounce his name? So I did the Rolovich. That's right. Nick Rolovich. Rolovich. Coach Rolovich at Washington State dismissed from his job. I only got to read a, a couple of blurbs about it, a couple of articles. And as I understand, a large motivating factor of his dismissal was his opinion of the vaccination. I don't care what his opinion of the vaccination was, pro or anti, the vaccination is a life-saving thing. And, you know, if you're not willing to to protect your football team, I'll put it that way. You're working with youngsters. You're working with kids. Um, my, my, my I have a daughter who's unvaccinated because of her age I I would hope her teachers have been vaccinated Um, the fact you're not protecting someone's kids that you've been entrusted with that really really bothers me so uh, just if he stayed in position I don't know if I can send my son to play for him that's a a personal opinion and that's where I'll rest it so Robbie next please
0: so this is one of the most disheartening and moronic stories that i've heard in a long time um you are correct um the so he was employed by washington state university the state of washington mandated that all state employees get vaccinated he is the highest paid employee in washington at 3.65 million dollars but he also is in charge of hiring everyone underneath him about a hundred families lost their sense of employment and their sense of security now they're thrown to chaos. Because of a selfish decision. This is not a political issue. This is a scientific issue. And people that say they need to do their own research need to understand that research is defined by hypothesis and a test margin of error based on scientific study. It is not Google. It is not Facebook. It is not Twitter. It is actually statistics. This is not a, oh, I worry about this or I worry about that. That's not research. That is paranoia. That is ignorance. And this is not political. This is scientific. And so Did you say scientific? Called, so, is that a word? Scientifical? Scient- it it's based on, it's based oh, on yeah. science. Whatever the word may be. <laughs> I like that. Uh, but it. this was a idiotic decision who calls himself i assume a dream job and his family and i talked to you guys uh on text i would hope if i was that stubborn and stupid that my wife would come in the middle of the night and stab with the johnson johnson shot and say hey problem uh, problem avoided he i promise you i don't know this guy I don't know but You'll look back he will look back in ten years and be like, I was a moron for this decision. This again, not political, it's scientific. This is this is just a stupid decision for a guy who had a three point six five million dollar job a year and a contract to twenty twenty five. It's idiotic. Absolutely. And Raj, bring us
2: home. Yeah, I mean do people just love the
1: walking dead that they believe in 10 years, suddenly everybody that took the vaccine is going to turn into a zombie? And that's why they're exercising their, uh, what they would say, a First Amendment. Don't get me started on the perception of uh, the Bill of Rights. I don't understand it at all. I Anti-vaxxers, you know, it, it, it's a, I don't want to be political or name a network, but it's a fear-driven idea, as somebody who's seen someone pass away close to me to, co- from COVID, um, who was vaccinated by the way, but oh, wait, that kind of defeats my argument. He was very old. Um, it's not a joke, man. Like if, what's your, what stand is he taking? Is he, and Randall, I didn't even think about that point. You know, when, when coaches come into somebody's living room, these parents you know, oftentimes, maybe a single parent or whatnot, they're entrusting their child to you. You are basically their father figure for that time period. You have to look out for their well-being, their health. You want to develop them as people. Um, you know, one thing about Saban, you don't see a lot of Alabama guys getting in trouble. Um, you know, he seems to develop the student to person as well, which I respect.
2: He is
1: certainly jeopardizing the safety of his of his team and he says it's for personal reasons i'd like to hear why you know aside from like again uh people think that just because it was you know a six month essentially from you know development i got news for you man when it comes to uh pharmaceuticals it's a long bureaucratic process with three different four different phases Uh, You know, it's just stretched out, usually politically and financially. Um, This wasn't taken lightly. It was scientifically proven. I don't get it. I really don't. Like, I want to hear your reason.
0: And and can can I just jump in one real real quick uh, point? Every college football player he recruited to that university, look at what – just, just looking up what vaccines they required to enroll there, because I promise you they required vaccines. And so he is – the idiocracy blows my mind um, that – and he, as being an employee, had to take those. And then now he's taking this stance to blow that job. It's just – it – It's so stupid. It's
2: so stupid. All right. I agree with you. Great points, all of you. But the next thing we will cover, I've been waiting on all day. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm 1-5, and I still think I'm making the playoffs. So that's all I've got to say about this. And I'm not trading Dalvin Cook and Najee Harris. So the 47 offers I have right now, I turned them all down. But – this is five minutes dedicated to a friend r.i.p whose fantasy football team went down to robbie this weekend and and time has been requested for robbie to eulogize said football team did i lose to robbie uh no 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 not robbie, yet not yet my team sucks too so.
0: Uh, Why don't
2: you just talk about your victory this weekend?
0: Yeah, so I thought about this as we were leading up to the show, and I was like, oh, man, I want to give a moment of silence to Blake, but then I'm like, gosh, how many moments can you give to somebody who got beat that badly? Who's Blake? I've never seen him. So, we finished Sunday. I had and as you guys know, I do not draft running backs. So as we finished Sunday, I had a running back, two receivers, and a kicker still yet to play, and I had already beaten Blake. I well no, so I uh text his wife and I said, Hey, you guys know a person by uh Leonard Fournette, I'm looking for him. And she text, she asked Blake, you know who Leonard Fournette is? <laughs> <He> takes his <laughs> Blake? I was like, yeah, this guy's ran all over Blake. Um, you know, so I know running back strategy is playing off. I'm three and three. Um, so if you guys put your two wins together and stack them up, that's how many wins I have. But my
2: division um, thankfully sucks. So I'm only yeah. two games out of first place. I'm in trouble.
1: This is not a team that I have faith in. I, I really did poorly and uh regretting a lot of decisions. I think um, you were a little sober. That was the problem. That yeah.
0: was it. Well, uh back to me beating Blake. Yeah, so I beat the doors off of him. Doors. He's he won't come around. He won't won't he won't call me back. But let's I, I wait. We'll, we'll, we'll do one live call, one live attempt. See if we can get him. Oh, God.
1: I got a question for you both. Would you rather Tennessee basketball make the Final Four, or how about win a national championship, or you win our fantasy league 10 years in a row? Which one Tennessee would you pick? basketball. 10 years.
0: Ooh, man, I'm pretty selfish. Tennessee 10 basketball.
1: Years. It's a lot uh, of trash talking, bro. You're Nick Saban. You're
0: untouchable. Ten years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I retired then, so mm, you maybe ten years in a row. I
2: don't know. Uh, the I, fact that Le'Veon is, is the only the person way. with that. Of- please leave your name and a message. I'll get back with you as
1: soon as possible. Thank you. <laughs> At the tone, please record your message when you finish. Oh, the out the site site up, or he's out fixing it. somebody's cable right now.
0: We need you to call us back ASAP. I don't know if you were you were a witness to a murder over the weekend. Damn. <laughs> you may also be the victim. <laughs> Good Lord.
2: All right. That was the highlight of the show. My battery's dying and my knee's swelling. So I guess it's time we head to our weekly section. Robbie, do you have anything else to add?
0: Um, did I mention how bad I beat Blake and that I'm. Three and three after six games, rolling into the playoff mode.
2: I'm I'm one and five. Yes.
1: So I'm two and four, which I've never looked at.
0: Yeah, you're you're, going to realize what the bottom of the barrel tastes like this year. I'm licking it
2: as we see. The sadness of the bet your nuts segment of mine had to be changed. Because when the Braves were up 5-2, my bet your nuts was going to be the Dodgers money line in game four. Now that's changed. So I had a backup bet ready. And I hate to use this one, but I've already bet it, so I believe in it. Coastal Carolina laying the points. Just look at that. Happy State. Bet your nuts. Take Coastal. Lay, I think it's five and a half. Five. It's five I'll right six. now. Lay your five. Make some money. Coastal Carolina over Ivy State. The public's gonna bet that down. It's ESPN night game. I've
1: actually been to Boone. Pretty cool little city. I've, uh, I've been. So the Coastal's go- a damn good team, man, Ooh. and uh, I think it'll get down to like three and a half because the public is stupid,
2: and then I'm all over Coastal. Great pick. Robbie Davis, who's going to win NASCAR?
0: Well, so I've been a little off on NASCAR, but I will get to that on Sunday morning picks. I'm moving that to Sunday morning. Okay. Okay. Nick Saban has been in Alabama for 14 years. In those 14 years, Tennessee has led – 17 minutes and 38 seconds of game time in 14 years. In comparison, Alabama's led 680 minutes and one second of game time. Wow, that's a stat. Which brings me to my stat now. The, The spread is 25 and a half. I've always thought that Nick Saban has appreciated the coaches that Tennessee has hired, and he has kept them around the 31-point mark. It's been 31 points so many times. This is the first time I think that Nick may be a little worried, maybe. And so I think Alabama blows Tennessee out. I think Nick wants Hypo-fired. So I'm going to go Alabama minus 25 and a half. I think they win by 40. Um, but that's not saying is not still making progress. I still believe in him. I just think Nick's going to a little worried, and they're going to go for the jugular.
2: That and, um, and that is
0: total UT ball paranoia, paranoia logic, logic going on.
1: They seem Uh, to be able to play with anybody,
0: like I said. uh, I don't know what happened to Hendon
1: Hooker, but, uh, yeah, what's his name? Milton, wow, what a decision. Uh, Can I just get a take from each of you, especially
2: you, Randall, on Joe Milton on that last play? So I'll go – I wasn't at the game. I'll go to my friend Phil, and I was ranting to him and just screaming about him running out of bounds, and he was like, he had no choice evidently the way they rolled the defense forced him to cut the field in a quarter. And when they did, he tried to work, work back towards the middle. And he was like, he was, he wasn't going anywhere. He'd have went back. He was dead. So threw the ball up in the air and break. He said he could have threw the football across the field, middle deep. And that would have been probably disaster, but that was the one shot he could have done. At least you got a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, hold wait, hold on. let me just dive, dissect this, he had no choice, like, well, I mean, I get he was running to his left, which was stupid, but he, you can't run out of bounds, You, I mean, like, that's the end of the game, the alternative, I mean, just throw, just throw it left hand, just punt it, do anything, yeah, did he, did he kind of stumble,
2: like part of me wants to think he kind of
1: put like both feet on the ground at the same time and kind of
2: you know stumbled out of bounds. Pivot when he realized he was running out of grounds, but it was too late. He did probably get to the middle of the field at one point, and it was just shut down. So, just heat it up, man. Give yourself a chance. They they deserve better. The so he's on yourself. the
0: next steamer out of town. So or, I mean, uh, what was that? Major league baseball thing, just toss the ball up in the air and see what happens. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh California Angels League, Major League. Was right. <laughs> yes. No, that no. What's that? Was no. It was a well the kid with the broken arm. I mean, rookie, rookie of the year. Rookie, of, rookie the year. of the year. Rookie of the year. There we go. There's angels in the outfield, but the kid with the
1: broken arm is the kid from American
2: Pie. Henry Rowan uh, Gardner.
0: Yeah, there we go. Oh, I thought it was the other kid,
2: Thomas uh no his character's name was Rowan Garden, Henry Rowan. Uh, yeah,
0: Rowan Garden. Uh, that's that's the one, yes. But yeah,
1: that's the kid that like had terror in
2: American Pie and couldn't talk in
0: sports, figuring out movie tri- movie trivia.
2: And waiting on Rod, I, I got a feeling you got a good one for us. I've got two. Uh I, I
1: don't understand how Again, I always say that there's one, two, or three teams that are dominant. The rest are just, you know, jockeying for a useless position. Oklahoma State is number eight in the country, and they are seven point underdogs at Iowa State, who's unranked. I get it. It's Iowa State, uh, Bryce Hall, and uh, you, you know, forgot the quarterback's name. When has the number eight team in the country been a touchdown underdog underdog to an unranked team? Like, I don't get that at all. Uh, That's not the game I'm going to touch, though. The game I'm touching is Purdue at home is a three-point dog to Wisconsin, three-and-three Wisconsin. Purdue, who just beat Iowa, and they're in West Lafayette. Uh, I think Wisconsin is just horribly overrated, stale, and fairly talentless offensively. Uh, so my bet, your nuts is Purdue uh, minus, or sorry, plus three at home uh, against Wisconsin. But then again, the Oklahoma State thing right, it
2: it blows my mind. So, guys, we come to the end of the show. We have an important thing to do tonight, and unfortunately, I, I will, according to what happens, I think I will be in Tuscaloosa, but. Robbie Davis, your lovely wife. This is the weekend for Dare to Dance. Yeah, I wanted to go.
0: It is. Um, yes, we will be there Saturday and then Friday happy hour and then Saturday for Dare to Dance at the convention center. Um unfortunately or fortunately for Vols fans, it's it's gonna fall during the Alabama Tennessee game. Um and yeah if you guys want to do last minute donations i think it's daredance.com um, team allison and ryan will, will be the ones you want to donate to um so get yeah, any help we'll appreciate five dollars ten dollars hundred dollars if you have if you have raj money you can do a thousand dollars it all depends on how how you want to sit there
1: you better get your ass in shape dude dancing like that
2: I bet she's looking like Flojo right now. You better figure that out, bro. And Ron was kind of a handsome looking guy, too. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I, I'm not worried about that, I, I think.
1: Yeah. Uh, I hate to say this, but I'm certainly going to donate because it's an amazing cause. And uh, Allison is a beautiful person and a wonderful friend. Uh we turned it down because we thought somebody else was more deserving. She had a couple extra on her guest list. Uh, we also took note, my wife and I, that game six is that night in baseball, which is our Tennessee, Alabama.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but, yes, That's we're, cer- we're certainly going to donate. Um, I really wanted to go. and It's just an amazing cause, and it's fun, and actually knowing somebody. Uh, you know, I wish her the best, but it's not about winning or losing. It's about uh, what they can generate for a beautiful cause. So much respect and dare to dance. Is there a website? Is it like daretodance.com or uh,
2: anything like that we can plug? Randall. Yeah, uh I don't know. Uh you're the one <laughs> whose wife did it. Uh the, yeah, yeah. I think what 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 was the website, Robbie?
0: i assume dare to maybe dare dance chattanooga just google dare i dance chattanooga I'm
1: Googling. let's check the google machine that'll that'll they'll pay
0: for some google ads also
2: uh i see kidneyfoundation.com yeah yeah, Kidney, yeah. W- yeah. Kidney dare. Foundation dare to
0: yeah. So donate there
1: uh quick question robin i don't mean to slight this event and make light of it, but when our livers go, uh, what are we going to do to raise
0: money? Oh, I've got that working on the, on the side project.
2: Oh, well, they mean, are yes. virtual tickets available.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, 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 wow. That's awesome. so you, can, you can watch from your airplane if you have Raj money, or you can watch from, um, your car if you have uh random money money, or you can watch from your cell phone walking down the street if you have me money and then i'm uh, I'm virtually viewing for sure but yes anything would be appreciated
2: and allison has worked her so she's worked at this for months so more power to her yeah man all right guys final words round the horn i gotta start with mine I think the Braves-Dodgers is going to be a great series. Robbie, I don't disagree with your bet you're nuts. But I will tell everybody, Tennessee is still doing this with less than 70 scholarship players, And this is a team that a lot of people thought would struggle to win more than three games. So I did. Well, Coach. Josh Hopple, man, you're winning my heart. Don't break it. Butch Jones left some permanent scars. So, you
0: know. Don't, don't, don't jilt me. Robbie Davis. So my final words tonight are, y'all, y'all know me. Um, I have been um, pretty much a recluse during the pandemic and I've been super cautious, which uh, everyone should be. Um, this weekend, I ripped the band aid off. Um, I went to both Needland Stadium at capacity. I went to uh, Nissan Stadium at capacity. If I, I wore my mask in the, um, the concourses and everywhere public. When I got to my seat around the people I knew, uh, I took my mask off. Um,
1: did they require it, vax proof or no?
0: no? Neither of them did, no. Um, did. Yeah, I, ha- I had mine in my pocket, but I, they didn't require it. But in, in your garage, you went to a sporting event, too. It felt good to be back. There was still some worries about who I was around, but it felt good to be back. Um, I'm going to take a test. Um, us here in Chattanooga, we're lucky to have the, the, the funding to, to have the at-home test. I'll take a test tomorrow, and hopefully I'm for the weekend for the dare dance but man it felt good to be back into reality and into society and and um well i wish they would have made vaccines mandated um it's still just good to be back and be back in the sports world because that's what we're all here for we're all here for talking about sports and um both games were exciting, and they were good. One loss, one won, but, man, it was good to be back.
2: It, it was a little culture shock, wasn't it, the first time you walked in?
0: Oh, yeah, it, yeah. It was uh, for me. Yeah.
2: I uh,
1: I know you're going to me for final word. I was stoked. I didn't even know, but fortunately, I took a picture of my card when I went to the Dodger games. Uh, they required proof of vaccination, whether or not you can fake it. Probably pretty easily is a different story. Uh, but when I went to the Braves game, we just got ushered in and a massive crowd. And uh, I definitely felt at risk. Let's put it that way. Um, it doesn't take much to do that. And ironically, Dodger Stadium is the biggest stadium in baseball, 55,000. Uh, our lines were pretty easy we pretty much just got in. So that's my thoughts on that. Another thing, the NBA starts tonight. It uh, should be an interesting season. Uh, watch out for the Warriors when they get Clay Thompson back. Uh, the Lakers, you know, they have three superstars, but there's only one basketball. Uh, you know, at Brooklyn, Milwaukee, it's going to be the same cast of characters. And finally on the Dodgers, uh, Cody B has really uh, – the magic has, has happened, but to me, it's about your starting pitching, your bullpen, and how you hit with runners in scoring position. And aside from jacks Jackson, the brain have a lot of magic. And I'm not confident the Dodgers win this series. And, uh, yeah, that's that's my final word. I, I think Atlanta has, has that mojo that San Francisco had during the regular season. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not confident the Dodgers will win. This was a nice moment tonight, but I'm not doing backwards
2: at all. So, final word, too, just so everyone knows, we broadcast it on the YouTube platform, then to Facebook tonight. So, our views may look a little different, but I think the programming went off without a hitch. Everything flowed very well. So, if you're looking for us in the future, we'll always be available on Facebook. But our primary sources will be Facebook, and I mean, will be YouTube and iTunes. So
0: and, uh, hit the hit the subscribe button down and like us. Yes, subscribe
2: Hey,
1: real quick, along Robbie's lines, it's I went to the Dodgers Red Sox World Series in Boston. It was twenty degrees. Right now, everybody's wearing these big jackets. Shorten the season, get more eyes, make it more competitive. Uh, Baseball is not meant to be played in November, which is basically what's going to happen. Uh, it's just stupid.
0: I. Like, just let me be the scheduling person of the MLB. Like, it hard. can't be that hard. Like, just look at what I. Like, This 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 dare to dance thing that's going on this weekend, it's Tennessee, Alabama weekend. I'm like, bleep, bleep. Look at the schedules. Like like, look at what's happening in Tennessee now. We watered Tennessee, Alabama, and Georgia. Look at what's happening. Bleep bleep.
1: Bleep bleep. Uh, Those are my final words.
0: Yeah. I think Randall lost the signal. Well, uh, hopefully, Randall's teeth are going to stay in. His ankle is okay. Uh, Me as
1: well. Dude's like Mr. Potato Head, dude.
0: Who falls down the stairs?
1: And what stairs? You know, like, yeah, did a cat trip him? I didn't know. I'm I'm glad he's okay, though.
0: It's one of the uh, great uh, things about Fantasy League. uh, we have no idea where anyone lives. We all live in the same vicinity, but we know, don't know where anyone actually lives or what their house looks like or anything else. Uh, I know you live in Udawah, but I don't know where in Udawah. I mean, nobody cares about Udawah.
1: But yeah, man, we hope in serious, all no seriousness, we hope Randall's okay. Uh, he's a tough dude whose body is literally pieced together by scotch tape and paper clips.
0: Um, hey, 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 hey! Look, hey, Brandon's still awake. He's still awake from Hawaii. He yeah, uh, took a,
1: he took a six-hour
0: flight. Uh, I hope he didn't bring his worst fancy team of all time back with him. It's lunchtime for him right now in Hawaii time.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, side note: Hawaii time, the NFL starts at seven a.m.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, well, okay, I guess it's just me. So, <laughs> wait, maybe Roger's back, maybe he's not. But we have reached our hour and 45 minute mark. We are signing off the triple R's again tonight. We'll be back next Tuesday. Um, I will be in Vegas and I haven't really mapped out that time change, so I should be there. If not, uh, I'll be there later. But, anyways, uh, thanks for watching. And uh, hopefully, Randall's teeth are okay, his knee is okay, and his ankle's okay. And then um, the Braves beat the Dodgers. Well, thank you. Good night.